operating under the crooked American radio system too long. Bucking Idiots Podcast. Pronounced Bucking Idiots Podcast. Adjective meaning putting out that buccaneer knowledge while entertaining the masses. Being fool asses yet remaining fly at the same time. Now look at yourself. Are you down for this Bucking Idiots Podcast? I know I am. Matter of fact, fuck doing anything else. This is G-Funk saying right on to the real and deaf to the fakers. Peace out. Welcome back to the Bucking Idiots Podcast. It's game day, motherfuckers. Bucks at Saints. Let's get this shit done. Battle for first motherfucking place. We recap the Bucks-Rams game. Oh, and we got your Bucks takes. So sit back and check it out. Welcome to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, motherfuckers! Yeah, it's your national underground thunderbounds when I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback, a orangutan, you can't stop a train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sit in a drop top soaking wet. In a silk suit, trying not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net. But this be the year that we won't forget. One nine, nine, nine. Fucking idiot! What's good? It's your boy, Stank Bastard, King Idiot, back in the motherfucking building on a game day for a fresh new Bucking Idiots podcast, and it feels so fucking good. Hell yeah! Bucks, Saints. One o'clock, this is your tailgate special episode, want to get you a little bit hype, also got an interview with my boy G-Funk, recapping the Rams game, chopping up this New Orleans game a little bit, but I got to hit you on the solo and tell you a little bit of what I expect. I expect a Bucks victory, that's right, I said it, I expect our Tampa Bay Bucks to go into New Orleans and get the W. I fully expect Jameis Winston and this offense to keep on trucking. Surgical assassination. That's what I expect. I expect Rojo to get off. I expect our running game to look good. I expect us to give Teddy Bridgewater fits. Hey man, I'm not going in scared. I know a lot of you are going in scared, but I'm not going in scared. Like I said, call it what you want. Label me a homer. Go ahead. But I believe in this team. I believe in this quarterback. I believe in this coaching staff. I believe in this defense. I believe we are going to get it done. Period. Point blank. That's it. Victory. That's what we're coming out with. And I feel like this team expects the same. I mean, we just went into L.A. and punched those motherfuckers in the mouth and took the bag and left with a victory. Okay? So if we can win there, we can win anywhere. So no need to half-step. No need to be scared. We can beat this team. They're without Drew Brees. We should beat this team. I see this defense continuing to lock down opposing running backs. I don't care if it's Kamara. I see us locking his ass down. And I see Todd Bowles 
bring in the fucking kitchen sink. So stand up, Bucks fans. Get excited. Wake up the kids. Call your grandma. Call your dad. It's game day, okay? It's game day. Get on Twitter and tell me what's up. Call 813-444-8807 and leave me a Bucks take before the game. Call me afterwards and leave me one afterwards. And I'll get it on the next Bucking Idiots podcast. Because that's how we do it here, okay? Let's fucking go! Without further ado, I'm going to jump into this G-Funk interview where we chop up the Rams game. We talk a lot about this Saints game. I'm excited, baby. Can't wait to talk to you guys after the game. Here we go. Bucking Idiots. What's good, baby? Oh, shit. It's a victory Monday. Oh, shit. Your boy Stank is in the building. G-G-G-G-G-G-G-Funk. Your boy G-Funk's in the building. B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S, motherfuckers! I want to say we shocked the world, or at least part of the world, at least a part of the world outside of Tampa Bay. Yeah. Might uh, be in a little bit of shock today. Man, man, oh man. I'm not shocked. I, I, I call I'm pleasantly I, I, surprised, I but I'm not shocked. Yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised at what I saw. I, I really did think we were going to win this game. I, I, I felt it. I really did. But the way we won it was something that I did not expect. I didn't expect that we were going to drop 55 on that Rams defense. 55 I got called out, pistols. actually. Somebody said, I listened to your pregame podcast, right. and uh, you said the points are going to be hard to come by, Stank. And I did say that. And um, I'm, hap- I'm happy to say I was wrong. Bro, what a, what a game, man. Jameis was laser sharp to start that game. Laser Bro, sharp. Listen, I want to I wanna publicly state right here and now on the Bucking Idiots, I want to start the hashtag. Hashtag stop hating Jameis. Fucking if he didn't show y'all something, then just just leave him the fuck alone. Look at somebody else. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it, man. I mean, the man was was he wasn't perfect, but God damn. I 100 percent agree. And gee, he needed a performance like that to kind of quiet the naysayers. Not that he had a bad performance last week against the Giants. He really didn't, though, Stank. That's what I'm saying, bro. The past two games, my man threw for 380 yards, three touchdowns, one interception with the Giants, 385 yards, four touchdowns, one interception against the Rams. Those are good numbers for any fucking quarterback in the league, bro. Good is, is, is an, an understatement. understatement. Yeah. It's a terrible understatement. This man's been getting off, son. He has, and... He had a moment there at the end of the game that could have been costly. Oh, he had a Jameis. He had a Jameis moment. moment. I'm sure every Jameis hater on the planet was getting them oh, Twitter fingers. The, yeah. yeah, they got ready to do I'm the sure thing. the Facebook posts were blasted oh, off, and oh, here yeah, we go again with Jameis and Jameis. You know this, yeah. You know it. They were ready for it. They were. They he made everybody wait. happy. He satisfied us and the haters. Yeah, they couldn't wait to stomp <laughs> on his grave a little bit. They couldn't wait to wait to to throw the salt like they always do. Yep, that's what they do. But we came out with the victory. It was a hard-fought game. Our secondary couldn't stop them at the end of the game. Um, it seemed like, you know, they were just marching down the field on us at will. Division championship team, though, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, undefeated 
Rams. Yeah, but they don't have they don't have that kind of offense though. They haven't been putting up that type of offense performance, and they really didn't until, you know, I would say towards the end of the half, the first half into the third quarter, did they start to come alive like that? I mean, shit, it was twenty-one nothing at one point. Defense was shutting them down. They were, and then first half, my wife, who you know now notoriously. Had the, had the words, uh, well, we're still going to lose this game. She and I had, to, I had to tweet that all on Twitter, and everybody had a fun and time with that. all you did was inflame the hex. I did. I did. And she's but since she read the comments. She loves it, I think. I think she's, t- she's taking joy in, 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 in how we how we have how we're so sensitive yeah she knows we're as bucks fans we're like little bitches sometimes we're very sensitive she likes to poke at the bear she did yeah she calls herself a patriots fan but outside of tom brady she can't really name anybody else on the team so (laughs) she's not a real patriots fan she's a fucking fairweather bandwagon fan but let's digress from that let's talk about how we came out of the gates man hot hot because i mean chip on your shoulder right yeah this that is the first a terrible half. loss, bro. That was the Giants. I haven't been able to get on, on the mic with you about this Giants. This shit, let me talk to y'all, Bucking Idiots. That shit hurt my heart, bro. Like, that was one of the worst experiences I've ever had as a Bucks fan. I, I I felt like if I maybe I felt like I got away with something, like maybe I got away with not paying for the flight to New York and was still able to experience the New York experience. Yeah. That was fucking sickening, Stan. Yeah, no, it sucked in every way possible. Jesus, like I'm still not over it. Look, y'all, I apologize for my voice. This is the Giants. This is the Giants game did this shit to me. Me and Stank were there. I was going bananas, ape shit. Yeah, let me, set the, the let me set game. the picture. Let me set the, set the mood, okay? Uh, we get to our section, and there may have been, and this, this is being generous there may have been 15 bucks fans in a section four of which are our season pass holders that, yeah. that go to the games yeah. those are our boys so those four and then, not in our row now 15 no. in our entire section. block yeah okay every other motherfucker that walks up the stairs and we happen to sit front row sure. and we happen to get to see every motherfucker that comes up the stairs and so from the very 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 get-go we were talking Mad shit Boo. to the Giants fans. We Boo. are all fifteen of us booed every motherfucker that walked up this, the aisle. Y- y'all's colors right. is red, white, and blue. Get the fuck out of our stadium. Go back to New York. We were having a good Talking time. We had, we maybe had a couple drinks before before the game. We were feeling nice and I saucy. I felt so good about that game, bro. I, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know we were owning that game, eighteen point lead at the, the whole half, time we're winning and the then whole time. we all know the wheels fell we're off. There, yeah. um, to say that we had to eat crow, to see that say that the Giants fans were waiting oh, to to give it back to us, us oh, was an understatement. I ran out of there like my clothes was on fire. Yeah, we did. We dipped the fuck out of that motherfucker with the quickness. So yeah, I understand why you're still holding on to that pain because it was, it was, it was um, it's almost like. A fight where we whooped their ass for eleven rounds and then they knocked us out. They got with, us a quick little jab, and you know what I'm saying? They, yeah, with Ugh. the bullshit, we knocked ourselves out. Actually, we threw a punch and and knocked ourselves out at the end, and then they were standing over us, taunting us, uh, all thirty thousand Giants fans. So yeah, ugly. But the point painful. was that was the chip that we had on our shoulder walking into this Rams game. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta think that. This team also had that chip, that 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 kick in the gut, Without that kick in the doubt, nuts bro. feeling that just didn't go away all week long. Because they played their asses off. But this coaching staff, all right, Man. this 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 head coach that we have, you know, this guy who's in his players' minds, um, you know, they play 
they play with his demeanor, don't they? They they take I see on it now. It took a little bit for it to, to to get on there, but I see it now. They they take on his persona. Absolutely. This this is we're not this isn't a bitch ass team. Not even close. And what I really liked about this game is the same scenario almost repeated itself again, right? Up twenty one. From the Giants game. Right, right. I Up twenty one. Right. Rams come back. Two quick scores. It's twenty one fourteen, right? And uh, we stand up and answer back. And then to make it 28-14. And really kept them at arm's reach for the majority of the game uh, until Jameis's pick six at the end. I mean, we're, we're within, they were within seven a couple times. But, but the, offense, the offense didn't stop scoring. No. We didn't get conservative. We didn't. Outside of maybe. I was expecting us to. And we, we, I mean, a couple plays. I would say outside of that final drive um before the interception right. when we had the ball we were trying to run the clock down rojo ran the ball down to the four yard line there was about three minutes left and we made them burn their timeouts i mean you, you understand the That's reasoning effective. behind it right it's effective but at what cost like you needed seven there to make the game two scores right Three points only makes it eight, and that's that's a one-score game. A touchdown and a two-point conversion ties it. So you can't come away with nothing right there. And trust me, trust me, had we somehow figured out a way to lose that game, oh. that's the drive that everybody would be still fucking talking but, about. Just like they talked about the, the drive, a similar drive in yeah. the Giants game. With the Giants, yeah. Right, where we went for it. On third and two, we ran the ball. It was conservative. I heard about it all week. Everybody heard about it the entire fucking week. And and it all it's almost like it came back, but luckily, right? The as luck would have it, yeah. We have this guy named Shaquille Barrett, some kid we just got. I don't know for nothing off Shaquille. Of, he's a yeah, bad some kid man we just got Barrett. off a of, off a of, you know just a free agent kid. Really didn't hit nobody's radar. Obviously, those Holy of us who follow the Bucks Bucks closely shit. have been. Seeing and monitoring this kid throughout preseason, he probably could have had eight sacks in preseason. I didn't so, even see this coming. Like I saw him. No, coming, I didn't see I this didn't, coming. But I didn't see this coming. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and play like I'm motherfucking Nostradamus. Fuck and me. I prognosticate this. Prog- I said we this. said watch out for the kid. Yeah. But the fucking kid is a man. Four games he in. Is fucking eating. Nine sacks. What? An interception. I don't know how many forced fumbles. Could have more than nine sacks, honestly. And how many plays in general is this man a part of? Every play. Every play. He's a game changer. Wow. An absolute game changer. You can put the win. All right. All right. He he put the nail in the coffin for this win. He did. With that play, did he not? He did. He, he absolutely put the, did. He put the nail in the coffin for the win against Carolina. That's the truth. Right? That That's last drive, yep. uh, you know, outside outside of the fourth down play where, where Hargrave stopped McCaffrey. The play before that right. where he had wide open a receiver, uh, uh, um, Cam did. Who was in his face? Who, who made who made Cam get rid of the ball Shaq. early? Put who, the pressure. Yeah, exactly. Put so the this guy is, is having an impact on the game. It's not just like these are empty numbers here. It's having an impact on the league. They're paying attention to my boy. How can you not, bro? <laughs> How They're can talking you not? about him on ESPN. How can you not? This kid is showing him, boy. Right? Uh, I mean, the names underneath him right. are Miles Garrett and, and, and Khalil Mack. Khalil and, Mack. Right, what? right. Exactly. That that, they're, like, un, they're, look, they're looking up yeah. at our boy, our, at our boy Sack. Right? Sack. I said it during the game, there. bro. If I could have his baby, I would. I mean, I, I <laughs> you know. Physically not possible yet, but science is crazy. Science you never is crazy. know. You never know. You might you might read next week in Popular Science that you know 
first male impregnated. First I might male. I might be having to sneak some of his DNA. You know what I'm saying? Like so that that's some crazy shit. <laughs> I would have his baby if I could. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, hey. <laughs> You didn't get the chance to decompress from that Giants game. I've had several podcasts yeah, since then. I haven't. I had. Um, I'm sorry for for that guy. Fucking idiots! I, I highly that. recommend in in those times that you get on the phone and call me and just unleash, yes. unleash oh, the please, good too, man. Please don't unleash. Don't share unleash, it with uh, us yeah. because it's so depressing. It's therapeutic. Get it on. I don't, care if it's a, I don't care if it's nine minutes. If it's if it's a good nine minute bucks take. You could just call me, bro. Like Miss Cleo. Call me now. Call my call that number 888-444. No, I'm sorry. 813-444-7807. I'm gonna try this one more time. Ready? 813-444-8807. Okay? Call go. that number anytime. Anytime y'all want to vent. Right. It's not like you're gonna wake me up. It goes straight into my email. You leave a message. You ain't I ain't even fucking it. with Betty. Betty don't fuck. Yeah, with Betty that don't shit. fuck with that shit. Betty, Betty's too. You know, I can't. She, she's too high, high maintenance. I can't afford to have her come in and do all that all shit. All hours so. of the night. Right. So it just goes straight to my, to my uh, email. You leave a voicemail. We played on this, on this uh, podcast, and we have something to play for you. I'm saying, are we gonna get into that? Because that was get a hell of a segue. How you did that? You want to get into that, that right now? Let's holla. All right, let's do it. Let's see what's up. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Stop I say Haitian Bucks fan. Hey, that was the shit. No. And, and child. And child. That was so What's gay. up? That's pure. Joy right there. Your bucks love, bro. I'm gonna tell you, I was doing a similar jump around dance, and I uh, and and then Poppy Latte called me, and I'm running around the house, and my dog is jumping with me. Yeah, my dogs went nuts too. My, and I my stepped, wife yelled at me like four times about getting hype and the dog getting the dogs hype. I stepped on my dog's leg during the whole thing. Oh, She's geez. like, rah, rah, rah. I was like, hey, you gonna get hype with me? You better get hype. <laughs> she was all right though. Hey, Haitian Bucks fan, we feel the same way, man. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Thanks for the love. Nobody gave us a chance, baby. Nobody. But the real ones, the real ones, and you know who you are. Listen, if you're a bitch-made Bucks fan, it's not too late for you. Just harden up. Get real. Yeah, you know who you are. You're the ones that were on, you know, on the Twitters and on the Facebooks that were all worried and the... And and uh, oh, this doesn't look good for us, and odds are against us, and oh man, woe is me, and crying. Oh, I saw and, a yeah. thing that had us like fucking one and six. The next fucking, you know, what I'm saying like we were just gonna lose, lose, and lose, lose again. And that was probably produced by a so-called Bucks fan. That was produced by a so-called Bucks fan. That's what they I'm were saying. breaking down the stats and oh, because this and that, so we're gonna lose for sure and say in L.A. and then we gotta go to New Orleans. New Orleans gonna beat us. Come on, man. Y'all crazy as fuck. We finna stomp New Orleans out. This isn't Dirt Cutter's team. Fuck no. This isn't Lovey Smith's team. Man, y'all better get hyped. This This isn't Greg Schiano's team. This isn't Raheem Morris' team. This was a pivotal fucking game, bro. This was a pivotal game for us. Gio, this is a Bruce Arians Bucks team. B.A. Right? This is not a bitch-made Bucks team. 99 bitch Which means that there's no room for the bitch-assness. Nope. Okay? I, listen, you can be cautious. You can be cautiously optimistic. That's fine. If that's the approach you want to take, you've been hurt too, one too many times. I get it. 
I get it, okay? I mean, I do. I do. I, but I, to be out there spewing the hate, to be out there spewing and spreading your fear, to be out there fear-mongering and, 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 and loss-mongering. We and are not that, a losing team. Yeah, and let that losing mentality this just is not a losing team, infect you. Women, get, get rid of it. Ladies, get rid of it. Get rid of it. It's not. For the rest of the year, there's not a game we can't win. If nope. this game didn't prove it to you, then none will. We on the road. scoring records on an undefeated division championship fucking football team, bro. Full of all pros. All pros. Full of all pros. Donaldson didn't eat. You're talking Donaldson. about Aaron Donaldson. Aaron Donaldson did not eat. Yeah, and neither did neither Donaldson. Can, can we? Can, yeah. Neither did he. <laughs> Right. I don't think I even heard Donaldson's name the whole game. I did. <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah, That's exactly. That's how right. good we were. That's how good we were. <laughs> That's right. And I think Aaron Donald only had Aaron like four, had four tackles. Four tackles the whole right. game. Right. Right. Did he even touch Jameis? Nah. Did he even get to touch Jameis's booty? Out. I rarely do we get to shout out the O line. They did some no. work. They did some work. I, I just, Alex Kappa, game ball. Kappa gets the game ball, huh? Demar Dotson, who me and Sam are literally dug a grave for, buried. He, you he know, dug, he buried. Dug put a st- tombstone on. He said, Fuck dug him back up. Burned the bones. He went thriller. He came on back your to life like he thriller. Went thriller on. He your did. Ass. Huh? He did. He did. He did. That bitch balled out. He did. This whole that whole O line deserves a game ball. They really do, bro. Because I've never seen Jameis so like you know what I'm saying like comfortable, locked in and comfortable, locked, locked in, focused, and had the time to focus and make plays, bro. He did he did? And diced up a secondary with Eric Weddle, all, <laughs> all pro, all pro, Akeem Talib, all pro. With a with a grudge because he came from yeah. us, so he, Marcus he thought Pe- he was about to get Marcus off. Peters, all pro, another all pro, right? Come on, dude, right? Who who happened to who happened to like fall 385 asleep? 385 yards. Yeah, who happened to fall asleep on Mike Evans for a big time bomb? <laughs> we needed, and you saw how Mike Mike never flosses on people. Never did he see he see the yeah. tightrope? Never. So you all the way down the so you know Marcus Peters had been talking shit talking that shit. whole Cash game. Cash shit, cash shit. Right. And Mike had to walk. And Mike was just grooming and he looked back and just slowly moonwalked that bitch into oh, the end zone. Man, that shit was so lovely. And did that LeBron fucking that stomp <laughs> at the end? Yeah. That's that shit. That's how you know Mike. Mike just needed that. Needed it's like it. he was pent up the whole game. And the way was, we felt after the win was the same way Mike felt at getting in that end zone, like right ripping there. the chains off. Hey, and it was a it was a beautiful pass, bro. It was. It was in the basket on stride. Money in the bank. That just shows you, Jameis can do it. Come, on, I mean, come on, people. Yeah, Jameis has the capability to do it. He looked so yeah. good to me, bro. He you did. Know, again, he had a great game. Of that one run, outside of that one whole uh, transition, he looked good to me. I feel like that moment in the game was was to keep to keep us because right now we'd it was be inevitable. Right, we'd be we'd be over the moon about over. Oh James. yeah, we need to be humbled. We need we need to be humbled with that play. And like, that, a play yeah, like that almost uh, is almost a reminder yeah. to Jameis. Yeah, to that, Jameis. Oh hey, hey, I gotta stay within stay myself focused, here, buddy. Yeah, right. Even in a game like this where yeah. I've Flown four touchdown passes and three hundred plus pilot. yards. Right. One moment can cost me. Jeez. One moment. So another learning experience, another coaching point for this coaching staff. Quick, and quick coaching staff shout out. 
can we talk about Byron Leftwich's play calling? Oh, I thought she was going to talk about the other coach, the one that me, you know, just hit me up on Twitter, you know. Oh, exactly. Shit. Yeah. Anyway, I know we were allowed to get into that. No, I'm not going to get into specifics, okay. but I'll just say, I want to keep that on the hush. That a Buccaneers coach, yeah, yeah, and me had a cool conversation gonna, on we're Twitter. Gonna, we're going to make them in up the a DMs. Bucket. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to. Yeah, make exactly. Them. Clearly a Buccaneers idiots fan. Um, awesome, awesome to see, man. Just, just really up, is. But back to your original point, Byron Leftwich, go. What a fucking game he called, bro. I mean, I, instead of criticizing, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yes. a little scheming. A, a little, you know what I'm saying? A little playing with the defense, dog. Not so conservative. Letting them get loose, man. Running the dogs. You know what I mean? I agree. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing yeah. of beauty. In that first half. Especially you know, in the first yeah, half. Yeah, in the first half. You know, when we're going through our scripted plays, you can see the plays they designed to attack the weaknesses. It seemed like we were walking down the field right. effortlessly. Right. Because they had an answer for what the Rams were bringing. Effortlessly. Yeah. They were ready for that defense. Yeah, man. When's the last time you can say that our offensive coordinator out-schemed the opposing defense? I mean, it was it, it was noticeable. It was the first right. time I think I've ever noticed it. Right. It's not just, a hey, Jameis and, and Mike Evans beasted on somebody. No, no. Right. It was like Effective incredible play, play design. Right. We had a wide receiver screen pass to OJ. And I was like, where the fuck did that come from? And, and, and what a, can we talk about Godwin? What a game he fucking had. Monster game. You knew. And you, and you made me think of him because he laid such a nice block on that play. On the crossover from yes. wide receiver, he put a block on that motherfucker. What? Even the plays, and, and I think it was Real Bucks Talk on Twitter who, who put this out earlier. Even the plays that the ball wasn't in Godwin's hand, Bro, he, yes. he had an impact yes. on all the scoring plays. Yes. They had no answer for Chris Godwin no, out there. No, they do not. That was his coming out party yeah. right there. Yeah. You know, and, and now what? Now, now what are the opposing defenses going to do when they see that you can't just – Roll your roll all your resources to Mike Evans because Chris Godwin's gonna burn you. He'll burn you. Right. We are a double triple threat. What we were, what we had talked about, what I was hoping to see from this game, win or loss, was some growth. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's safe. A to gro- say. growth of the players on the field, growth with this coaching staff's growth philosophy, with, with the play calling. Right, and I think we saw some of that. Absolutely. Wasn't perfect. No. By no Secondary means. clearly still a work in progress. Yes. Yes. You know, young guys, but, you know, they had some flashes out there. I would say Edwards didn't play a bad game. Uh, Whitehead didn't play a Whitehead bad game. Whitehead didn't play a bad game. Right. Uh, I would say MJ Stewart and Davis had some, some moments where tackling-wise they, they made some good plays, but coverage-wise it's just not there yet. And I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer I need for to you see guys. Out of, I, see, I need to see more out of Sean Murphy bunting too. I mean, he, he, blew, he, he played plays, 9% bro. of the plays. He blew, he blew yeah. a couple plays. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, he was on special teams. He was in on a couple of special teams plays. Really a non-factor. I don't know that he'll be a factor all season uh, unless unless an injury comes up. We're getting um, uh, Ryan Smith back, which oh, is good. Right, he's right. coming off of the fucking. Our, he's our special suspension. teams special teams captain. Woo! He was actually getting uh, a, a lot of the starting reps in preseason. Preseason, he was on fire. Yeah, he played. He it looks like this defense might be a good for fit for him. Could be just what the doctor ordered. Um, you know, right now. But uh, you know, I can't I can't defend VH three. I can't defend the secondary coverage. Yeah. Has been poor. Yep, that's um, true. Two weeks in a row now where they just in the second half just I don't know, man. 
fell asleep. It's like when teams get in hurry up and we get in this kind of prevent zone defense. There's no aggression. No. Like not even a not even an attempt to break up the pass. It's like go ahead and let him cat. You know, there's like a four yard cushion on the receiver. Keep everything in front of you. You can still play, you know, in a zone and be aggressive. You can still play prevent and still try to break up passes and still 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 make plays on the ball. Right. You know, and I think it's a little bit of a, a a little bit of a shell shock situation for this this cornerback group and let me kind of explain you know i'm not going to get into the x's and o's deeply but i I will say this with the way that todd bowles calls his defenses typically we only have one high safety back there because one of the safeties is always coming down into the box to blitz right sometimes we'll drop a linebacker back which will, will will come back and play in the zone that the safety left but our you know usually we only have one deep safety back there Okay, and in nickel, when we stay in nickel a lot, in nickel with one deep safety, when when teams are going three or four wide, that puts all the pressure on the corners, because if somebody gets behind you, it's it's pay dirt. It's six, right? So this isn't an easy defense for a cornerback, and if you're not that lockdown shutdown corner, you're going to struggle, because we throw the kitchen sink at 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 the opposing offenses. If you saw it in this game, it was almost uncomfortable for me, and I like to blitz. I was a blitzing uh, defensive coordinator. But geez, I was they like, I, I text, I text Samer during the game, I'm like, you know, it's this it's is relentless. Yeah. And the problem is our blitzes weren't getting home. Yeah. The Rams did a phenomenal job of picking up blitzes. We brought double A gap play after play. We brought safety blitzes. We brought corner blitzes, and the Rams O line picked it up. They did. They and gave him time. I was not a Jared Goff fan. He before this game, because I don't watch much Rams football. I don't either. You know, that. but he gained my respect. He did that motherfucker well. was cool, well. cool, cool as a cucumber. Absolutely, as a Absolutely. fucking bucket of cucumbers. Yeah, with everything we threw at him, he stood tall. Yeah, he, he never did. got rattled. No. Even when they were down, you know, he 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 led his team back. That's a good football team right there that we just beat. I just, yeah, absolutely. No, without a doubt. That's what that's what makes me so much prouder of this of these boys. You know, what I'm saying of the, of the team is that. This wasn't – we didn't just beat the Dolphins, you know what I'm saying? No. We came in here and we, these motherfuckers were undefeated. They came thinking right. they were going to walk through us in their house. They were going to walk through us, and they didn't, man. And I'm, I'm just so – so. What so a proud. weird season so far, man. Dude, so weird. To, to lose our, to home, lose our games home games to the Giants. To Giant, torture us. To, to torture to the, the Giants fans. and the 49ers. And then go out there and whoop that ass. And then to go on the road in Carolina. In Carolina. On Nobody Thursday night in primetime and get the dub. And Nobody then to go all the way to the West Coast, to the left coast. To the left coast. Right? And and get a victory against the 3-0 and Rams coming off a of Super Bowl L, but still stomping people left and right. Bro, we, yeah, we defended. It's impressive, man. That game. It really Listen, is. Listen, just I had a flash of a memory of this game, and I have to shout out this situation. Have you ever heard of roughing the snapper? I hear of it every night in my bedroom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Roughing the snapper. Yeah, that's not one you hear called very often. What the fuck is that about? Years ago, we got called for leaping in, in a Rams-Bucks game. Yeah, they talked about that. Yeah. 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 So this is just adds to the what? to the lore of this Rams-Bucks uh, matchup. That shit blew my mind, bro. I don't know, man. The so rest after he snaps the ball, we're not allowed to touch him? You don't touch him? You can't hit the center. The center At is... All 
on a on a on a kick play, the center's protected. So that's so what you yeah so you can't and they made contact with the guy fell down on his butt. It's not like they fucking you know ran a, ran yeah. a, a free blitzer saying, at his now face. They made that call. You're gonna start seeing that. That shit, shit happens. Right. You know, that's like flopping in basketball. That shit happens. You know, probably quite a bit and doesn't get called. But of course, you know, with the game in the balance. They right, us, we dog. give them a fresh set of downs. Thankfully, our defense stood up and still yeah, held them did. to a yeah, uh, a field goal. The numbers don't show that. That's what I'm saying. Those 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 points that got put up on us was like you said was mostly done on the secondary, bro. Because our boys up front were getting off. Even Ghosting got a sack. Ghosting got a sack one time for Indominacansu. Are you talking about House of Spears? House of Spears. Did he go to the house? Went to the house on they puss asses with his spear in hand. That was a be- that was a thing of poetry. That's, were that's you all impressed? I with, were you impressed with his athleticism, bro? He's a monster. Did you have you seen that play time. more than once where he he basically schoolyards uh, uh, <laughs> golf like pushes School him down him. like he's a little Give kid. That yeah. Give me that Debo him like the, that's my ball. Like the bully pushed down. That's my ball. You know, like when the when the ninth grader he gets held back and he's still in he's still in sixth grade he's and he's so already got fire. testosterone in I his body that, and he just man beast people. That's, that's what, what it looked did. like. That's what he did. He, he just threw Doc Goff down and said, "My ball, bitch." My ball. And then turned on the gasolina. He t- right? Yeah. I mean, he didn't walk it down. No. <laughs> you remember that 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 in uh Water Boy when when Bobby Boucher. Hits the quarterback and then throws the ball to the defender. Yes, and the defender's and like, the "Thank you," and he runs and it back. Runs That's what he looked like, 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 like head full of steam, like. Coming, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that had yeah. to feel so good for him. That was amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm sure it did because I'm sure he heard he heard the chatter. Of course, you know he's on a one and two team, and his old team's three and zero. Oh. Right. Right. Of course, he's gonna hear. You know, he shit. got the text messages from his from his boys over there. Oh, I bet you miss us, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You By know, you way. know, he's got some of that shit because that's, sure. that's, that's what that's what dogs do. Would be, of course. Exactly. They talk shit. So for him to go and and ice the game with uh, with the heads he play, I was like yelling, "Fall on it!" I was, you know, he was hell no. He go wanted down, no part of that shit. Exactly. He wanted no part of that shit. He he wanted to take that bitch straight to the house, and that's exactly what he did. Hey, G. What's up? Let's do. We got another call. Yes, we do. Hold on. Let me get that shit up. Yeah, fire those motherfucking cannons. We just shocked the shit out of the world. We beat the Rams. Hell yeah, Jameis looks good. Defense looks awesome. Woo! On to New Orleans. Go back. What up, Michelle? Michelle. My bell. That's the <laughs> shit, bro. She's awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. We feel you, Michelle. Hell yeah. On to New Orleans. On New, Orleans, New Orleans. New Orleans uh you got the W last night. They're they're leading in the division right now, three one. We seem to play pretty good in New Orleans. In New Orleans we do play better than This will be Bruce Arians' first trip to New Orleans with this crew. Um, they're still without Breeze. Yeah. But Teddy Bridgewater Bridgewater's been a good game manager for them. He has New Orleans' defense has looked good. But um, they ain't face nothing like this, man. Nah, bro. Especially We're on a roll. Head full of steam. 
we are on a roll. Head full of steam. And, and speaking uh, of traveling places, I just remembered I wanted to shout out to our boy Nigel. Nigel. Nigel, who went out there to the motherfucking Rams game. Nigel. It made was me in feel California. a little bit better. I saw I saw a feed. There was a few of us out there in LA. Oh, There's a few Buckaholics. of us out there, bro. Buckaholics. What's up? Stand up, Buckaholics. Stand up. There man. was more than a few. Represented for us, man. Hey, and not to not to I mean, not to 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 make you feel jealous, but um you know who uh, who stopped in at that Buckholics tailgate party? Did you happen to see any pictures? I did not. Ah, you know, this is former Buccaneer, you know, great no Warren Sapp. Way. No. Yeah. He just showed up at their fucking tailgate party and hung out. At, in Los Angeles? In L.A. Oh, how fucking amazing. Yeah. Bro. So, hey, Buckaholics, I don't need to hype you up. I'm sure... You guys are still high as fuck from that victory yesterday. Hell yeah. Literally what? and figuratively. Um, <laughs> because I know how y'all do it in L.A. Just like we do it here in Tampa. Yeah, which say, is, like what's I up, G? Right you now. just you broke tradition. But nah, anyways. Nah, I'm good. Look. Okay. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. I didn't see you got the electronic versions. Yes. Stay, yes, sir. Stay yes, sir. Right. All right, right. We got one more, G. Let's do it. Stank. Jeremy from Naples here. Sending in a Bucks take. What a team win. Football is all about the line of scrimmage. It has been a minute, but that's the reason the Bucks won. They were all over Goff all day. They kept Winston clean all day. What excites me the most about this team, they're clearly getting better week in, week out. That starts with Jameis Winston. He's starting to realize he doesn't have to do it all, and he's figuring it out. I really think we could get some meaningful games in Ray J at the end of this season. I like what I see in this team. Let's keep it up. Thanks for what you do. Enjoy the podcast. Jeremy. Yo, Jared. I love all it. over that. Well said, brother. Well said. said. it better, for sure. Yeah, we talked about a little earlier before I played your take. Uh, game ball to the offensive line. Game ball to that defensive line Both as lines. well. I agree like with you. Like he said, he, man, what a strong point. It was at the line. The war was won at the line. Gee, did you check out 250-plus pound Vita Vea's spin moves? Bro, this guy moves around like a running back. It doesn't make any sense how athletic he is. He's spinning around like a running back. He was very close to several sacks in that game. He, he was in close. the face of golf all day. Very Although the, the the stat sheet's not going to show it, um, we were around him quite a bit. Their line did a hell of yeah. a job, too. A another line would have faltered against what we were bringing, they did. bro. We were bringing the fuck. Like I said, they're NFC champs for a reason. Yeah. They, didn't, they weren't going to lay down for us, but we came in swinging, swanging. Listen, with all, off with all offense, New Orleans, y'all ain't ready for this. With all offense, with all offense, y'all ain't ready. That line I agree. is gonna eat them up. First of all, can Man. I say can I can I say this? Please. Fuck please. New Orleans. That's what I'm saying. With all due disrespect. Not the city. I actually like the city. I love the city. But fuck the Saints. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fuck them with their good food yeah. and their good music. Yeah. Sorry ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck the Saints. No, fuck Sean Payton's line, face. Bro. They're not ready for us. Yeah. I really don't think. Not after what I saw. I hate Sean Payton's face. Okay, can yeah. I just say that? I can't stand looking at him. He's just got this snide, like I'm smarter than you look all the time on the sidelines. He does seem like that, don't yeah. you? Like a little bit he, of he's, a he, he, We already know boy. he's a he's a dick. Wasn't it him, Dirk Cotter got it into it once? I think when, when Dirk, the, Dirk's first season. Did they? Yeah, but he, he he's just a red-ass motherfucker. Yeah. And, you know, this coaching staff's going to be ready. Because although they're winning games without Breeze, they're not the same offense without Breeze. No. And uh, another week has passed, Gio, and another week we held a running back to 
pretty much no, nothing. An elite running back. Elite running back. Now, I don't want to say nothing because uh, Gurley had some nice runs uh, inside the red zone for some touchdowns. Right. But we held he him for, to under 16 yards or like 16 yards rushing. Okay. For the whole day? For the whole day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So nobody's really getting off us, uh, off against us in the running game. Saquon, Saquon's numbers were extremely Saquon didn't low do shit well. until you know before he got hurt. His backup actually balled out yeah. yesterday against Washington. Oh yeah, I saw a little bit. Yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we already know Christian McCaffrey is pulled up, putting up like Hall of Fame numbers every single week. Against but against us, us nada. nada. So Alvin Kamara this week, right? Yeah. Alvin Kamara, he's the one. Always putting up numbers, always gashes us in the pass That's and run what game. Watch out for. I hope we're up for the challenge. We've been up for the challenge so far. We already know what their game plan is going to be. Yeah, I'm ready, baby. Bring on fucking New Orleans. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Fucking idiots. Celebrate. Savor this win. All right. It's only Monday. You still got the rest of the week to just oh yeah, sit back. This shit. Raise your flags. Sip high, on whatever you sip on. High. Yeah, sip on whatever you sip on. Smoke on whatever you smoke on. Kiss on whatever you kiss on. Damn right. And enjoy this week. Bask in the glow of victory A because they don't come win. easy, especially here in Tampa. A well fought win. Fucking idiots. You know I love you. You know where to find this podcast. You know where to find me on Twitter at. Bucks Podcast or at Bucking Idiots. You can follow my boy G Funk on Twitter at G Funk 713. Okay? Follow my boy or hit him up on Facebook. He's the moderator of the Bucking Idiots Facebook page. Holla at me. Hit him up on there. If you're not a member, hop on, get busy, post pictures of your titties, whatever you want to do. We don't really have rules. Gio doesn't really moderate that rules. shit. I don't right? really moderate exactly. the fucking thing. Exactly. Just don't post anything illegal. <laughs> yeah, if yeah you don't do, get us in trouble. That's yeah. all. If you do, you know, it's on you, son. Bucking Idiots, we love y'all, man. love you. Peace out. out. There it is, Bucking Idiots. I hope you enjoyed that segment as much as I did, as much as my boy G-Funk did. Like I said, it's game day. Get fucking hyped. Call in the Bucking Idiots hotline, 813-444-8807. Give me your motherfucking takes before the game, after the game, during the game. I don't even care. Hit me up so we can chop it up. Oh, wait. I think I actually have a couple more Bucks takes. Let's go ahead and hear those real quick. Yo, Stank, what's up, brother? Yo, man, my name is Chet. Yo, man, I live in Long Beach, California, the LBC. And yo, out here, we got a West Coast Buccaneer fan club, yo. And I didn't know, man, that you was coming to the game. Yo, I listen to you every week. But brother, you be keeping it real. I'm down. Yo, our Bucks, I was telling everybody at work. They was talking all kind of junk, man, that we're going to this and that. I said, yo, we should have won that Giants game. If that boy didn't miss that field goal, we would be in a hot position and first place in our division, at least tied at least. I said, yo, check it out. When we was at the game, every Buccaneer fan I saw, I was kicking it with them, man. We had a good time taking pictures, selfies, and every kind of thing. Man, if I would have known were there today is tuesday i'm at work and i listen to the game day podcast from you and i found out that you said you were there 
man, I wish you were out here in Cal. I wish I would have known, man. Me and the boys would have got together, brother. We would have kicked you out. We had a good time, man. I'm so mad that I miss you, my brother. But I'm planning a trip down to Florida next year to come and see my beloved Tampa Bay Buccaneers get down. And when I come, I want to hook up with you, man. I want to see you because this is Bucks for life, man. Now, let me just say this. Bruce has got these boys playing some ball. Bruce has got these boys believing in themselves. Yo, James is looking good, man. Yeah, he threw a pick in the game. It ain't no thing. You heard the press conference with Bruce. He says, man, let it fly. He told those young cornerbacks or DBs, don't be scared. Just go ahead and play, man. You make a mistake, you make a mistake. There's going to be some growing pains. But, yo, our offensive line was good. Our defense is looking good on the front seven. Man, I can't wait till we go down to New Orleans and just tear them up. Just wipe them out, man. I can't wait, yo. I'm pumped up, man. I'm excited, man. Yo, and I saw KC, yo. I'm in the stand. Full girl walks by. I said, yo, KC. She looked at me and waved at her. She knew who I was, but it don't matter, yo. I saw my peeps, man, that I be watching on the podcast with them, man. Man, just talking to you, my brother. You know I ain't talking to you live. You know what I'm saying. All right, my brother. I'll talk to you later, man. Peace. What's up, Chess? Thank you for that Bucks take. I love it. I agree with all your fucking points, except one. I was not at the game in LA. I must have misspoke because I wish I was at the game in LA. I know the Buckaholics came heavy out there in LA. I know my boy Nigel was at the game in LA, but we didn't make it out there, unfortunately. I would have loved to make it out there, but I'm in the process of buying a house, so that wasn't gonna happen. My wife wasn't going to let that kind of shit fly, let that kind of money come out my pocket. So anyways, Chess, love the Bucks take, love the enthusiasm. Don't be a stranger. Leave me one every fucking game. I'm, all, I'm here for it, baby. All right, now we got one more. Check it out. Thank bastard. What's up? It's your boy Brent, representing Houston, Texas to the front. Bro, that game fucking phenomenal bro that's exactly what we needed like i said who's gonna use that giants game to lunch pad our season and if anybody want to jump on they can if you don't fuck you we buck fans and we here so like i said before go fucking bucks you can't say it any better than that go fucking bucks